What's up, everyone, and welcome, as always, to another edition of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and we are back after a week off. Yes, that's right. I am back from my trip to SoCal, Southern California, and I'm fairly confident I will not be drinking again for a good little while, and I think it is best for all of those closest to me, figuratively and literally. Uh, now, of course, the week I plan on taking off, NBA free agency decides to lose his whole entire mind, you know, and I'm thinking, man, I'd love to do a show, but, you know, didn't want to rush it. Um, I'm sure you've heard plenty of NBA free agency talk already, um, but you haven't heard it in the Styles Files way. Uh, so we'll get into that, and I will give you a recap of my trip to Southern California, which was just simply amazing. And it was so amazing. Uh, let's just start with that. Uh, you know, it was great because uh, literally so much happened. I, I just want to get it out there and make sure I don't forget anything. Basically, uh, we were out there for about a week, and every day was something new. You know, it was a great trip, but of course, um, you know, I always have takeaways. So my first takeaway was uh, our trip to Catalina Island. You know, it, it was great. I'd never been there before. It's extremely beautiful. And I mean, I'm not sure how many people actually live in Catalina Island, but I'm not very sure I could do it. And it's for one very simple reason. Literally everyone I spoke to, uh, you know, that I told at work or, you know, just my friends uh, outside of work, uh, you know, whenever I told them I'm visiting Catalina Island, Catalina Wine Mixer, they all said the same thing. Oh, nice. Going to the Catalina wine mixer? This is a f Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> Never heard that one before, man. You know, same thing every single time. Uh, and for any of the, those of you that may not have seen the movie Step Brothers um, and are listening to this podcast, basically the movie ends with this big event and everyone goes to Catalina Island for the event and it's called the... Catalina wine mixer. Catalina and man, mixer. I was already tired of the damn joke just from the people I told. You know, I couldn't imagine hearing that every time I say where I'm from. Oh, where are you from? Catalina Island. Oh, the Catalina wine mixer? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I get it. And knowing me, I would lose my cool, like on the wrong person, you know, freak out on my boss or my girlfriend's mom or something just unnecessary like that. So, you know, I don't think I'll ever live in Catalina Island just for that reason. But man, oh man, would I love to because it is gorgeous out there. So my second takeaway. Catalina wine mixer. Is that after Catalina Island, uh, we went to Santa Monica for dinner. And, you know, we all did our homework. We knew how much it would be. Uh, it was me, my girlfriend, and a longtime friend of mine, you know, roommate from freshman year. Been, you know, friends ever since. And, you know, like I've said before on this show, and, I, and I'll say it again, I have no problem paying expensive prices as long as the food matches. You know, you know I've gone off about the food trucks and things like that. But, hey, I will pay a lot if it's worth it. You know, um, now keep in mind, heading to a nice restaurant after drinking for the last 10 hours probably wasn't the best idea, 
But at the time, we thought, what could go wrong? And what's funny is like how different a couple hours can make. You know, like three hours prior to being in that restaurant, we were drinking buzz balls on the ferry back from Catalina Island. And if you don't know what buzz balls are, they are literally ball-shaped cans containing pre-mixed drinks, and the average age of people who drink them is probably 18 to 23. So most of them are younger than us by a good bit. But hey, it's vacation, you know, and we wanted to pretend like we were on spring break, or summer break for that matter. Um, So by the time we get to the restaurant, you know, we're feeling good, and we ordered the crab cakes. And to be honest, I can't actually remember um, whether there was an S at the end or not. But look, it's under appetizers, which are shared plates usually. And they bring out this thing, and it's one singular crab cake. I mean, I couldn't believe it. And I let that food runner have it. Because that's the right thing to do. Take it out on someone that has nothing to do with the situation. But look, according to my girlfriend, she said, um, you know, although there was only one, you know, it, it was pretty wide. And then she asked, would I rather have three small crab cakes on a plate or one big one? So because she made all too much sense, I just said, let's agree to disagree. But I don't know, man, we've eaten at, you know, eaten out at a lot of places, you know, a lot of nice places. And I just felt like if anything, if you're the waiter and see three people at a table, you know, you can at least mention something like, hey, just so you know, you know, there's only going to be one. Personally, I think it's big, but just wanted to make you aware. But if you want to know how petty I really am, I actually went back to the menu uh, once we got back and looked at the menu, and it did indeed say jumbo crab cake. No S. So who's the jerk? I am. But that's not all. No, I wasn't done yet. While the great crab cake debate is going on, there is a toddler, not a baby, um, you know, that is just screaming and crying loud enough that I mean, look, it's one thing if there's a baby crying or a kid playing around, whatever the case may be. But when you start interrupting, you know, you're loud enough, you're interrupting everyone's meal you know, that, that's a little too far. And I'm personally already on a roll at this point. So I decided to do the kind of yell and pretend to look around right after like somebody else said it and just say, shut that kid up. I just, you know, I'm turning my head just very viciously like, who the heck said that? So they were about 20 feet away from us. And you know, you know what they did? They left. They got up and left. Now, somehow, it didn't reflect very well on me because I had to be, you know, that guy. Um, But I was I was in I was in way too far now. You know, uh, I start telling tables, you're welcome and expect to be treated like a hero. I was not. And somehow now I was the bad guy, even though everyone was staring at that table the whole time. Should I have probably handled it differently? Yes. Do I regret that everyone got to enjoy a quiet meal? Absolutely not. Like, you know, you got to take your kid outside or something. 
you know, it's just a nice place and everybody wants to enjoy the ambiance. And it was just killing it to me. You know, says the same guy that was yelling about crab cakes. But look, uh, you know, it all made for a great 4th of July to remember. Uh, and that's for sure. And that's really what it's all about when you're hanging out with friends and just having a good time. And I definitely made it memorable for everyone else in that restaurant, uh, people that were visiting the restaurant and people that worked there. So the third takeaway, uh, we went to San Diego for a day and I haven't been there since, you know, early college. And I think that place just gets prettier by the minute. Unfortunately, we were reminded that no matter where you live, nowhere is perfect. And how we were reminded of that is when we were enjoying, you know, a nice happy hour, literally right on the water, you know, just gorgeous. Um, a boat passed by proudly daunting the Confederate flag. Now, where we were, you know, was near all the military boats and really in the middle of tourist town. So these people wanted everyone to see their historic symbol. And I just did air quotes. Um, but all ignorance aside, being anywhere that is so close to the beach you know, it makes you wonder, for people that live there, are they the ones that want to vacation in places nobody else really thinks about? Like when you see a commercial to visit Tennessee, visit Ohio, come check out Minnesota. Is that for people that live on the beach and want to switch it up? Because I've always wondered that, and then I think I finally got it. Because it's like, where do they vacation to? It's like, hey, we know we live on a beach, Let's go check. Let's go pay money to check out another one. You know, it doesn't really make any sense. They probably maybe want to check out the more rural places. I mean, at least that's my guess. Um, but yeah, I love San Diego. Uh, can't wait to get back out there. My fourth takeaway. Anyone that knows me knows that I love, 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 love Venice Beach. You know, I love the weirdness of it. I love the street performers. You know, it just makes me feel... Uh, normal and makes me feel right at home. And I also obviously love basketball. So it has been a dream of mine to one day play on those courts. Uh, for those of you don't, who don't know, there's obviously Muscle Beach that's on, uh, that's on Venice Beach, but there's also uh, some pretty famous basketball courts where literally anybody can just play a pickup game. Um, now, I didn't bring shoes or anything like that, so I wasn't planning on playing, but, you know, I had to check it out just to see where the talent level was, if I could come back, you know, at some point. I might buy some cheap shoes and check it out. We were there for a week. Um, we show up at around noon, and I'm watching, and honestly, it's, it's nothing too special. Definitely decent competition. But I'm like, okay, you know, let me make, let me make sure to grab my shoes next time I come out here. You know, it's my shot. So we hit the beach, and by the time we get back, it's about 3 o'clock. Let's just say the competition had changed a little bit. The average height was about 6'4", and these fools were warming up by dunking with their sandals on. And it literally looked like someone was running a pro tryout at the park. Like, Lakers just said, come on down. It was crazy, man. So needless to say, if I do make it out to Venice uh, and want to play basketball, I will definitely be hooping before 2 o'clock. 
And my last takeaway from this incredible trip has to be when we ventured to Koreatown. So I had never been to Koreatown before, and I didn't know, you know, much about it um, other than that I assumed there'd be good Korean barbecue. And in that regard, I was completely correct. The food was outstanding. Um, you know, we didn't even go to one of the top places on Yelp uh, for Korean barbecue because the wait was just too long. And the place we ended up was still delicious. But let's just say we didn't know what we were getting into as far as how the actual area is. We start walking to the next bar, and at this point, you know, it's pretty much dark. And on the street, we notice one roach, a second roach, a rat. And keep in mind, I've lived in Philly. I currently live in Oakland, and I work in San Francisco. So I've seen some stuff, but I've never done hopscotch on the street all the way to a bar like I did that night. And it's funny because, of course, after I'm talking to people, um, once I get back to Northern California, and I'm talking about my trip and telling them about the rat hopscotch and the roach hopscotch, and nobody is really surprised. Nobody is surprised. I guess I just did not get the memo about how things go down in Koreatown. And let's just say if I ever do move to Southern California, it will not be there. But again, it was a great trip, um, and I just can't wait to go back. You know, summers are for vacation. We all uh, enjoy working at our jobs, I'm sure, so very much. But it, don't ever forget to get out there and enjoy yourself. But speaking of moving around, it's time for some NBA free agency talk. Do, do, do. So not sure if you heard, but LeBron is on the Lakers now. And uh, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins is now on the Warriors. Just kidding. Of course you heard about that. And of course you've already heard everyone talking about it. So let's just start with Boogie because I think that one is, you know, kind of more cut and dry. Of course, people are upset that he's on the Warriors and they're calling him a snake, just like they did to Kevin Durant and saying that he's a sellout. But it's like, okay, what did you want him to do? Signed that two-year deal with the Pelicans. Signed the similar deal he signed with the Lakers instead of with the Warriors. Why? Because it's not the Warriors? How is signing with LeBron that much better than signing with the Warriors if the deal was that close? Look, he's basically getting paid to rehab for a year and help out during the playoffs. And then he'll get his max deal not with the Warriors once the season's over and be gone. You know, people are talking like he, he's given up and, you know, doesn't want to be competitive, just wants to ring. But he's not, he's not giving up. And I don't want to hear about, oh, he's fake. Him and KD almost fought last year. Do you know how many scuffles happen throughout the season? Hell, a lot of times the scuffles are between teammates. So I don't want to hear about that. But yeah, I mean, Boogie did the smartest thing and the same thing anyone else would have done in that situation, regardless of what the people on Twitter tell you they would have done, because we all care about at 
Jimbo254 with 53 followers. I'm sure Boogie's like, dang, Jimbo, you're really killing me here, buddy. Maybe you're right. You know, Boogie has no pressure to come back early uh, and, and try to play before he's ready. A chance to prove he can be part of a winning team, regardless of where he fits on that team. Just don't rock the boat. Show a couple highlights. Put up some good numbers. And if you followed Boogie throughout his career and seen all the losing he's done, I just really don't understand how you can be upset about this. But that's what people do. No matter what, they're going to hate. You keep losing. We hate it. You leave a situation to start winning. We hate it. I know they get paid millions of dollars and they're in the public eye. So that gives you, uh, you know, at least it, you think it gives you the right to talk about their decisions. But that also gives them the right to not care one bit. So when KD joined the Warriors, you know, the big argument for him leaving, you know, uh, to agree with his move is basically comparing it to a regular job. Why would you stay at a job with okay, decent coworkers, you know, and, you know, uh, not too high of success when you could go to a new job with great coworkers and a chance at amazing success? And personally, I agree. Most of us have normal jobs. And when we have a chance to take our careers to the next level, we take it. Can you imagine that? Turning down a job so people don't think you're a traitor? Like, nah, I'm going to stay mediocre, man. Um, I'm going to be true to my current job, uh, my teammates, all that good stuff, my coworkers, uh, my bosses, even though they could fire me at a drop of a dime and wouldn't care. You're fired. You know, um, even though this next job is offering me a chance to be great and get paid more, um, but now with Boogie, people are saying that they don't want to hear that argument. And I get that it's different than a regular job. But I just don't think on its face that it's that different. Besides the fact that millions of people care about, you know, these professional athletes, their careers, and no one cares about yours, um, you know, that's really it. And basically, that leads me to the LeBron era. Regardless of whether he actually thinks he can win a title in L.A. or not, um, you know, sports are the only profession where, the, where there is a bottom line goal to show how successful you are other than making money. You know, uh, any other job, the more money you make must mean that's how successful you are. Uh, the more money, more success. But basically, the closest thing I can compare that to um, is making your company profitable, or even selling it if the price is right. If you're a CEO of a company and you take it to profitability or it gets sold and you are seen, uh, you're seen as successful because you are the leader of that company or team. The same way the worst employee can be at a company that becomes profitable, even though they did nothing to help it get there. You know, LeBron has basically taken two teams to profitability, and now no one knows if he's trying to take his newest team to profitability 
or if he just wants to be a good employee and ride off into the sunset. But I will say this. Yes, he's in the West. But look, the Rockets have lost some pieces. Uh, We don't know if the Spurs are going to have Kawhi. And whether LeBron stayed in the East or not, he would have had to deal with the Warriors either way. You know? Um, Everybody is always saying three and six and making fun of his finals record. It's like, okay, well, maybe if I lose in the conference finals, uh, I'll I'll stop getting those jokes. Um, You know, and this guy's a visionary. He's looking at the West and East, and it's probably thinking the East is on the way up, and the West has a team he'd have to deal with either way. So why handle all? Why not handle all this in one of the most popular franchises in history? And we all know that the Lakers are not done. They might be done for this coming season, but they're going to get someone. Not to mention, ever since the Warriors have risen, I feel like LeBron you know, just loves playing with house money because he basically is always playing with house money. You know, if the Warriors weren't around, that Kyrie, Kevin Love, and LeBron team, in my opinion, would have been seen as a super team. The Warriors just took everything to the next level. And, you know, although the Warriors have kept him from winning rings, you know, they've also uh, kept him from looking like the villain that he was in Miami. Now, do I think he'd take three more rings and be the villain rather than not having them and not being as hated? Of course. But there is something to be said about the fact that LeBron can literally do anything he wants, get whoever he wants um, to help him defeat the Mighty Warriors, and he will be given a pass. And I'm sure he would never wish injury on anyone in the league, but you got to think LeBron's thinking, looking, look, thinking, Look, if I stack up my team how I want them and get them close, we will have a shot. And once we get into a playoff series, you just never know. But this thought that LeBron is not chasing championships anymore is just utterly ridiculous. I just think that it might not be his main focus anymore. Houston apparently couldn't make it work, uh, but I think that was his best opportunity to beat the Warriors. And unless Ben Simmons is planning on picking up a jump shot anytime soon, or, and Joel Embiid is planning on proving to everyone that he can stay on the court, I would not have been on the LeBron to Philly bandwagon. I know that's probably upsetting to all my college friends uh, over in Philly, Philly, but look, I just need to see more. And if they had beaten the Celtics, and LeBron got to face them head-to-head in the conference finals, then maybe he would have thought differently. But I think his L.A. plan is only beginning to unfold. And back to all those people out there that are mad at Boogie, Boogie could very well be using this season as a tryout for the Lakers next season. You still going to be mad at him? Back to you, Joe, on Twitter, 54 followers. You still going to be mad at him? Because now he's with LeBron after he won a ring. You want him to stay? Is he a snake again? What's going on? Um, But you know what I'm not mad at? The MLB All-Star Game and how active they've been on Twitter. Now, I know I've been hard on the MLB, um, but I really like what they're doing. Do I actually understand how the voting works? No, not really. 
but I like seeing their hashtags and getting people involved, you know, so keep it up, MLB. But that's all the time I have for today, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Styles Files, and be sure to follow me at A Styles, A-S-T-I-L-E-Z, on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.